What's up? And welcome to Espresso with Erin and Sarit, the show where you go to gain the confidence and self-empowerment that you need to live your best and most authentic life. Tough love conversations to reveal the simple truths that will transform your relationships, your body, and your bank account. We are your hosts. I'm Erin. And I'm Sarit. And we are on a mission to transform the lives of millions through the same fitness, nutrition, lifestyle, and financial habits that have transformed ours. Good morning. Good morning, team. And so today we are going to describe to you a word that I would like for you to add into your day-to-day thought pattern. It's not just a word, but it's a way of life, okay? Should you pay attention to it very carefully? And if you will do so, this will forever change your life. So the word that we're going to be using today is the word that's called pragmatism, okay? According to John Maxwell, he's somebody that I've been um, learning a lot from recently um, because he's a leadership guru and truth, truthfully, he really inspires me because I believe that right now what the world needs more than ever is leadership, okay? Um, Good leadership. Look, just by these words, it says that for us collectively as a community, like we have great leadership, okay? And... I applaud you for it, um, but I'm also humbled to say that, you know, you become who you surround yourself with. So give us a thumbs up if you think that we are doing a pretty good job before um, we dive into the word pragmatism. So John Maxwell, though it's a word that a lot of philosophers use to describe, you know, using things as logic, he breaks it down into a way simpler term, which I like a lot better because, you know what, philosophy has this way of making everything sound like you're reading Latin, even if you're reading English. Um, And when things are complicated, we get overwhelmed for me as somebody who's English is a second language. I like to keep things nice and simple. So pragmatism is the abilities, is is the person's ability, okay, to create an opportunity when they see problems, okay? We're going to repeat it again. Pragmatism is someone's ability to see an opportunity when a problem arises. Mic drop. You should probably take a note of that. Be pragmatic. So why is this important? Okay, I feel like we live in a society, okay, for one, there's a lot of problems going on right now. Do you agree? Right? Give us a thumbs up if you agree. There's a lot of problems going on. But here's the thing. The truth is, there's always been problems. Okay? It's just that I feel like right now... Because of everything that's going on and with the, with the elections coming up, the media is showcasing what they want you to hear more of. So they want you to hear more problems because they want to distract you because they believe that that way they're going to move you and influence you in a certain way, right? So there's always been problems. The, the problems are being uh, magnified and exposed 
And the degree in which they're exposed depends on who you listen to or watch or pay attention to. Um, But let's get one thing clear. There's a big difference between problems and inconveniences. Mm. Problems, real problems are world hunger. Real problems are a lack of... um, The sewage system in India. Exactly. A, A lack of... Uh, sewage management in third world countries. Those are problems. Inconveniences are you got a flat tire. Uh, Inconveniences are your kid threw up in the backseat. And we kind of blanket them all under problems, which is fine. It's not like you're wrong if you say, oh my gosh, you know, I had a, had a problem on the way to, you know, whatever. Like we, we put everything into this problem category and that's fine because we then, we then say problems need to be solved. Inconveniences don't feel like they need to be solved. It feels like you can just accept it, mm-hmm. but that's not where we want you to go. So it's important. The reason I say that there's a difference between problems and inconveniences is because we need to know how we prioritize them. Um, how big of a problem do you see it as? And if it's not a big problem, it's simply an inconvenience that either um, you need to change. And if you can't change, then you need to change your attitude about. Um, I think it was my Angelo. My Angelo said, if you don't like something, change it. And if you can't change it, change your attitude. She's so good. So, uh, yeah, there's a difference between problems and inconveniences. It's okay, though, to blanket them all under problems because as we see it through our lens, it may feel like a problem because it needs to be solved. And that's a good thing. Yeah. So, you know, we all have the ability to become pragmatic, but in today's society, most people especially in modern society, right? Like, I mean, like the US, Canada, right? Like not Africa, like the people watching our show, like when they are faced with inconveniences, they shut down. Like for most of us, we don't really have that many problems. I mean, you know what? Like I would say, and I would like for you to drop a comment too and tell us, if do you think that the coronavirus is an inconvenience or a problem? I think that it is it is becoming a very big global problem because of the way that it's you know impacting the economy. But I think it it became a problem because the media created it to be. Like the media just really brainwashed so many people. Close your business down, blah blah blah. And like now everybody's walking around with masks, but like businesses are open. At first, I, I mean, we're getting into now like, oh, how would we have solved this problem? And honestly, I'm not, I'm know. not, I'm not trying to solve that problem. I'm just trying to identify whether like get, get their understanding if it's a problem or an inconvenience, you know, the first step to becoming pragmatic is to, for one, ask yourself when, when something happens to you throughout the day, right? Like, let's say, you know, you're, you're driving on the road to go pick up your kids from soccer practice, whatever, and shit, your tire goes flat. 
is it a problem or is that an inconvenience, right? So step one, like I want you to just think about, you know, things that normally happen to you in your life on a day-to-day basis that throw you off. The first question that you need to ask yourself is, is this really a problem or is that actually an inconvenience? I think it was Scooter Brown um, who said that, you know what, like I've come to realize that most of the things in today's society that we see to be as problems are actually inconveniences. And that's mainly to say, just recognize, now it doesn't mean that inconvenience doesn't need to be solved because it's still, if you have a flat tire and you can't get to where you need to go, you still have to solve it, right? So we would see it as a problem. But the reason that I distinguish between problems and inconveniences is to kind of keep your head right and and keep perspective to the fact that living in a first world country most things don't need to be freaked out about uh i think a lot of times we make such a big deal about things that happen when really it's like it's not the end of the world right like real real world problems like you don't have you have food you have clean water you there is a sewage system you have a house most likely if you don't there are a lot of people willing to help you know so there the problems that we have i think in my mind i just i tell myself this like it's an inconvenience you don't need to flip out about it figure out how to solve it just figure out how to solve it the world is not ending because uh we were inconvenienced yeah Yeah. Now, the second thing to understand is that in life, regardless of, you know, the difference between a problem and an inconvenience is that we all face problems on a regular basis. We all do. Right. Um, I believe that in order for us to truly be successful in life, right, like we have to be better problem solvers, right? Like problem solving is a skill. You know, doing math is problem solving. Doing computer science is problem solving. Doing any science is problem solving. Um, Losing weight, guess what? It's problem solving, right? It's problem solving that requires physical manipulation and behavioral changes. Yep. Um, So, you know, when being faced with a problem, I think that, you know, in the 21st century, and like we said, it, it most of the things that we, we face are inconveniences, right? Um, people expect to not have problems. Like, you know, they strive to have a life where there's no problems. But the reality is, is that, you know, whoever it is that you strive to be like, it's not that they don't have problems. It's that they have risen above their problems because they have gone out of their way to develop the skills to solve the problems that have come their way. Okay. So the second thing that you have to do when being faced with a problem, okay, is to ask yourself, okay, now what can I learn from this? Right? So like when you're being, don't, don't not ask for problems, ask yourself, what can I learn from this? Can I add like a in-between step too? Yeah. Which would be like, am I, do I have the ability to be a solution? And then what did I learn from solving the problem? And how can, if, if in my control, how can I prevent the problem from happening next time? Now, this is just like mostly within our own lives. So 
if you have, we always have to ask ourselves, what do I have control over? What, what do I have control over? What actions can I actually take that can help solve the problems that I have? And then in order to minimize the number of problems that I continue to have, what can I learn from this past problem that I've solved? And if outside of your control, then there are still things inside of your control, which mainly is your attitude or how you respond to whatever's happening. Um, but it's, I have, a, I have an issue. We're going to call it an issue. Whether it's a problem or an inconvenience, problems are also inconveniences, but not all inconveniences are problems. Okay, I don't know if that makes sense, but in my head it does. So it's how do we, um, we have an issue. What do I have control over? Can I be part of the solution? Let me solve it. What did I learn from it? So that if in the future, I could hopefully prevent this from happening again. The example of the flat tire, let's say, and you, you're not prepared with a spare. Shit, now I gotta call AAA, I gotta wait for them to come get the car or change a tire or bring something, and then I gotta buy a new tire, and then it's even more of an inconvenience. So then what you could learn is, okay, now I need to know that I need to have a spare tire. So then the next time, if I get a flat tire, my problem is solved much easier. Like, it's just a lesson, right? So we say the same thing about mistakes and learning from them and turning them into lessons. Problems are not, uh, issues in our first world country are not a bad thing. They just need to be solved. And unexpected things are going to happen all the time. Mm -hmm. There's never, there's no such thing as no problems or no inconveniences or no issues. There's always going to be something to solve. And it, when you learn to embrace that, you don't see it as a negative thing. And then you have the ability to move forward because it's not negative. It's just neutral. Oh shit, this happened. It is what it is. How can I solve this? Now, one thing that I want to add to that is that everybody has the ability to develop that skill, but not everybody has given themselves permission to do that. And I hope that all of you guys will give yourself permission to do that. But in order to do that, I'm going to warn you, there's one thing that you're going to have to do. You're going to have to push your ego aside. Okay. Yeah. Because, because a problem is always inconvenient. And when you, and when there is an inconvenience for the ego, the ego would rather just not deal with it. Right. And you or know, blame somebody else or yeah, complain yeah. or tell, tell your friend how mad you are. Or, right. And that's why something that I always say is that, you know, if you've been struggling to lose weight, nutrition is not your problem. Nutrition is just a manifestation to your problem. Okay. You are binge eating, emotionally eating because you're not actually solving another problem in your life. Okay. Because dealing with it is very inconvenient for the ego. It and could it either cause anger, pain, um, overcoming fear, right? Um, it will require time. It will require effort, blood, sweat, and tears. But the only way for you to grant yourself, um, permission to become more pragmatic. Okay. Is to leave the ego aside.
The first, the song that comes to my head when leaving the ego aside is that song that says, sit down, bitch, be humble. You know that, that no. rap song? No, I don't. You do but... remember when we went to Bear Republic? And OJ would play it all the time. Sit down, bitch, be humble. No, but I feel like I they said that like for the whole song. I, I don't really know what the rest of the song says, but it is it is ego versus humility. Um, so you know, be, because we we teach a lot about weight loss in this show. Let's you know for a quick second, just um, take take it with regards to your weight loss journey. Okay, so let's say you know you go to the grocery store, you go to Costco, and you end up getting um, a churro because you were really hungry, right? Like churro really satisfies. The reason why I'm saying churro because every time we go to Costco, I see so many people eating churros <laughs> or pizza or, or pizza. hot dogs. Yeah, or yeah, yeah. Right. Um, insert in the blank, like whatever your go-to is. But the reality is, is that you know that if you've got goals, none of these things are in alignment whatsoever. Right. So what you got to do is you need to figure out a way to solve the problem. Okay. Um, and there is plenty of ways in which you can solve the problem. Okay. But the reality is, is that it's up to you to figure out whichever way works best for you. Okay. And that's why when it comes to your weight loss journey, something that we talk about is the need to personalize because what will work for Mary may not work for Sarah, may not work for Aaron, may not work for me. Right. So with regards to this example, one of the very first thing that comes to my mind is, okay, well, if you were hungry before you went to Costco, the first thing that you could have done is you could have sat down and you could have had a meal beforehand. But what if the person's like, okay, sorry, but I actually came straight from the office. Okay. Then you should probably keep a healthy snack in your car. Okay, sorry, but um, I don't know which snacks um, are like won't go bad. Okay, do your research. The reality is, is that there is an answer to everything. Or okay. eat some, or bring something to the office to eat before you leave the office. There is always an answer to everything. Okay, it's just that figuring out the answer to a problem takes time, takes effort, right? And may take even more resources, right? The more resources that you invest in yourself, like we always talk about, the, the resources are time, energy, money, right? The, the greater is your ability to now solve your own problems, right? Like life is full of problems, right? But I feel like in society, we're taught that a great life is life in which there's no problems. Just like, you know, the typical Instagram chick, she's always on vacations, wearing a bathing suit, eating acai bowls and drinking coconut water straight from a coconut. And you're like, bitch, how are you living that life? Um, of course, power to these girls if that's what makes them happy. However, like real life does not work this way. It's like, it's like, you know, like, let me go to the grocery store and then I get a flat tire and then my mom calls me and she had a hard day. And it's like, you know, everything coming right at you. It's like, don't ask for a life without problems. Instead, become the person who gets better at solving your own problems. And when you do so, you will grant yourself permission to live a happier and more successful life because truly this is what life is all about our society too i can speak for america has 
glorified what sucks more than what's going well. And I don't know if there's Can you give some... an example? I have a hard time understanding. Yeah, so so it's so much easier to complain. It's so much easier to say what's going wrong, right? When somebody asks you how you are, immediately I think like I don't know if it's a natural human response like if there's physiologically some something or some kind of um survival mechanism that is like oh think about what's the worst thing first or you know when we get called to the principal's office always oh i must have done something wrong i think uh, and and there there are exceptions i'm sure there are some people who don't automatically think that way but i think most of society is like how are you doing the first thing that you think is like what shit went wrong so i can complain about something oh my gosh you know like oh i'm all right but like this happened or that happened rather than oh even like forgetting about the fact that like something amazing happened it's like i think i know that my natural human response and it's weird because i catch myself and i really um do my best to remain positive but i wonder and i ask myself why do i try to think about something that didn't go the way that i would have wanted it to go when being asked about it and so it's you know it's it's everywhere and it's on the news like i think there are more shit storms on the news than there are oh my god this amazing thing happened today we always hear like the news should just say one thing at this point things are getting worse because every time and I, and i really make an effort to not watch the news um yeah, actually don't. i don't i don't, don't make an effort i we just don't. don't turn it on we don't um but we do have a housemate and the news is on sometimes. sometimes. So I go in the kitchen and I can hear it. And I'm like, man, it's just a shit show on there all the time. It's just this bad thing happened. That bad thing happened. Oh, these bad things are happening rather than like, what about all the good shit that's happening in the world? What about all the like philanthropy? Why don't we ever hear about that on the news? And persuasion is based off of hitting into somebody's fear or somebody's uh, pain points. So I feel like the news is always just trying to persuade you of something by telling you all the bad shit that's going on, especially around election time. And I just don't know who to trust nowadays. I don't know why I'm going, what this tangent is about. But anyways, um, focus more on the positive aspect of the problem and embrace the opportunity to learn, which is being pragmatic, from a problem that you have. Do you guys know that $300 billion are being raised by philanthropists each and every year? And though everybody keeps talking about, you know, Black Lives Matter, which I get. Nobody ever talked about how much money was actually raised by the foundation, which just goes to show you how the media distracts you by only wanting you to hear the negative stuff. So, you know, before we close this, I want to, um, as you were talking, there were two clients that I've worked with in the past, back in the day when I was at Equinox, both of which are females, like in the same age category, same everything, but both had a completely different life due to their mindset. 
okay? One, both were extremely successful, okay, because it's a bougie-ass gym. What kind uh, of successful? Financially? Yes, financially. <laughs> like, we're talking about, like, multi-millionaires, both of which are extremely successful. One has an incredible marriage, super wonderful kids that you can just tell that are, the like, they're that being brought with about. love. And then the other one, right, equally as successful, sad marriage. Financially only. Right. Fake AF. Sad marriage, sad relationships with anything. The one person, like whenever she came to train, she was like one of my all-time favorite clients. I freaking love her so much. And in fact, I aspire to be like her. Wait. You did not make a, a clear transition. Who no. are you aspiring to be like? The, the, the positive person. The positive person that I was talking about. Okay. Um, and then the other one, just like it's, she would always come late. Um, if she came late, there was always an excuse. Every time when I had to show up for a session, I felt a drain. It's like I had to, do you know those people that it's like when you have to get yourself in front of them, you're like, okay. Let me mentally prepare and let me just, you know, try to like, it's a long hour. It's a long hour. Yeah. It's not fun. It's draining. It's a pain in the freaking ass. But anyways, don't attitude, be that person. Attitude is really important. And as you were talking and I was thinking about these people, I want to leave you guys off with, with two important things. Okay. In order for you to create happiness, Okay, you need to focus on yourself. Don't focus on others. I hear so many times, so many times, people who keep on comparing themselves to others. If you will compare yourself to others, you will forever be miserable, especially in this era. Or, okay. or comparing, there is a healthy kind of comparison that you can do, though this is not what you're talking about because it's not the norm kind of comparison. But also blaming other people. Oh, because this person did that. Oh, because this. Oh, because right. they did. Oh, because this company did uh, did that. Yeah, yeah. Lack, lack of ownership. Lack of ownership. And then the second thing that, that you have to do in order. So to be a better problem solver, you want to focus on yourself. Don't focus on others. Okay. Don't talk. Don't focus on other people's amazing life. Okay. You've got problems. Focus on your own problems and figure that shit out and take ownership. Of okay. What you so have many people are like, I wish that blah, blah, blah. It, dude, like you ain't got time for that. You ain't living that life. Just solve your own shit out. Right. Um, and then the second thing, pay very close attention to who you're listening to. And this is why exactly like in this multi-billion dollar, like weight loss industry, you know, the success rate is so low because for one, most people giving advice are not actually qualified to give advice. The, the way that we determine success is you reach your goal and don't go backwards. Now there's always in our flow system. in, in our idea of weight loss success is you're not yo-yoing extreme and you've gotten the results that you want and it lasts long term and you've grown since then it doesn't just last it keeps getting better some, in small increments the reason i say that is because some people would determine success simply as a weight loss regardless of whether or not they gain it back but in your heart that does not feel successful to you yeah but you know 
And I want to, I want to, the reason why I'm touching up on that is because I, there, I know that there's a lot of people out there who read a whole bunch of things, who try every Monday something new, but they haven't solved the main problem, which is lose the weight and keep it off. Right. And that's because for one, you're listening to too many people. The people who you're listening to could be qualified on paper, but not in life. If they don't practice what they preach every single day and can show for it, guess what? They're not a good resource. It's almost like getting financial advice from somebody who does not have investments, right? Would you want to do that just because it says financial advisor, right? Um, or yeah, look, that's exactly why we have this show, right? Um, and that's why we're so grateful for you guys showing up and, and listening to this because, you know, we're, we're really on a mission to serve you guys and, and millions of others um, and, and help them to live a better life, right? Um, so remember this, don't expect problems to not show up. Expect yourself to become a better problem solver. Okay. And don't compare yourself to others. We ain't got, we ain't got no time for this shit. Okay. If you're in this community, then you know that you got, you got, you got big dreams, you got big goals and you got, um, big aspirations and we're here to help you with that. Okay. So our message to you as we're kicking off this week is just keep focusing on you, boo-boo, um, and keep showing up. And you know what? If you found value from today's conversation, then do us a favor and spread the love, okay? Good things are meant to be shared, and that's why we keep on showing up to you guys each and every day because you know what? The world needs more of this shit, and it starts with us, and it starts with you, um, and you know, we hope that it will trickle down as much as possible over time. But all we can do is control ourselves. Um, so that being said, um, that's it for today. If you have questions, submit them. They are on the top oh, of the group page. If we don't have questions, we don't show up. So you better ask your questions. And we will see you tomorrow, you problem solvers. Bye. Thank you for listening to Espresso with Erin and Suri. On your way out, be sure to check out our website, erinandsuri.com, to keep up to date with what we have going on and maybe grab some free stuff. And if you feel so inclined, hop on over to leave us a five-star review. Wink, wink. And remember, life is more fun when you subscribe to Erin and Sarit.